0: Hey there, welcome to my podcast and thanks for tuning in. I'm glad with the responses I received on the first episode and genuinely want to thank those who took the time out to listen to it. Your feedback has motivated me to delve further into my thoughts and think of more content surrounding what I've learned from my personal experiences. Now this episode is going to hit closer to home, or should I say closer to my second home where I've spent the last four years of my life. These four years have taught me a lot and I feel I've picked up some valuable lessons through my experiences in college, which will undoubtedly stick with me for life. I feel it's important to share a little background info before diving straight into this topic. I'm currently in the final semester of the Electrical and Electronics Engineering program at Manipal Institute of Technology in a teeny tiny town called Manipal located on the coast of Karnataka. Despite its small physical expanse, Manipal is a very diverse town with students from all over the world studying a variety of disciplines ranging from pharmacy and medicine to philosophy, nursing and hotel management. My time in Manipal was a lot of fun, simply because my college has a lot of co-curricular activities and extracurricular student societies to be a part of. I mean, I studied in an engineering college with over a whopping 60 clubs and student projects which is not common in most Indian colleges at all. I always like to describe Manipal as a mini simulation of the real world. Because from malls and restaurants to parks and beaches, we have it all. Also, another reason why it only feels like a simulation is because the majority of people around you are of your age group coming from similar family backgrounds and sharing a lot of mutual interests. Yet this environment leads to everyone finding their own unique identity, you know, with all the room to be who you are and pursue your own desires. This brings me to the first valuable lesson I want to share with you today. Finding my identity, preserving it and working on my personal strengths. Now, it's true when I say Manipal helped me build a friend circle of like-minded people. Whether I met them through a cultural event, student society, accommodation, or just an evening of playing beer pong at a birthday party. Being naturally extroverted, I was drawn to people and found it easy to make conversation with strangers. This trade itself helped me find inspiration from people I met in the day-to-day and it kind of made me want to develop myself to be more like them in many ways. My friends are some of my most supportive fans and have motivated me to down many a beer till I collapsed and then cleaned up after me and shown me the bed. Other than that, they mean enough for me to call them family. However, I wasn't always a troublemaker or disturber of peace and did enjoy the time I had to myself. This led to finding a passion in creating things and by the end of my second year, I had already been a part of over 20 college events. My contributions range from designing brochures and posters, selling tickets, creating decor, delivering presentations, numerous debates and quizzes, being a stage anchor in front of 300 people, and even dancing in a flash mob. Even though this sounds like a lot, looking back at it, doing these things hands-on actually led me to developing a certain thought process and filter those activities that I enjoy from those that I don't. For example, I would probably choose something like delivering a seminar on digital marketing, over-anchoring on stage for a classical dance event. Despite the similar aspect of public speaking, I know which one would interest me more than the other based on my experiences. That said, this also made me realize that I had to get used to doing things that I don't enjoy all the time. Simply because I chose a certain path and shying away from it or being lazy is not a good idea and reflects a weak personal characteristic of fickle-mindedness. Which brings me to the second valuable lesson I learned in college. Learning to diversify, taking my chances and adapting to unfamiliar scenarios. Last December, I went to Thailand with my friends and it was one of the most amazing grad trips I could have imagined going for. We were 14 college students in an unfamiliar country with cheap liquor and no parents around. So basically disaster was just waiting to happen. In fact, in the spirit of adventure, I broke my nose in a pool accident. Do I regret it? Maybe just a little bit. One long painful night and four band-aids later, we took a ferry for touring Koh Island, just off the coast of Pattaya and had a complete itinerary of activities such as snorkeling, skydiving and jet skiing planned out. And surprisingly, it was all well within our travel budget. When the ferry trip was done and all the fun was had, our guide asked us to return the diving masks we had issued for snorkeling. Now it turns out, someone had taken the masks from where all our belongings were kept and now they were nowhere to be found. The guide simply refused to let us go without returning the masks. In fact, on top of the deposit we had paid, he demanded a penalty for losing them. That was not something we had anticipated and was an uncomfortable situation to be faced with because we were sure of where the masks were kept. We asked them to inquire with the rest of the crew staff but no one seemed to know of the seven missing masks. Something about this whole situation seemed a little fishy to us so we quarrelled for a bit but then since they wouldn't budge, we were forced to get in touch with the agent who hooked us up with this package. That lady seemed relatively more honest and had a word with the guides for us. Turns out, it was a scam the whole time. The masks were never lost but were in their possession and after a brief word with our travel agent, the guide was forced to drop the act and return our deposit money. This would have been a very easy way for him to mooch off the money from us, but we just got lucky in our attempt to outsmart him. Being a part of the real world comes with its challenges and you don't always have a safety net when it comes to certain situations. For example, there were times when we were overdue on rent or bills were piling up and some of my flatmates couldn't afford it because they were in gambling debt or lost their allowance to a car accident. Sometimes our friends got into spats with the locals who were frankly quite daunting and even if you had a responsible adult to look after you, such situations could potentially get out of hand in a matter of minutes. Well, I guess all's well that ends well, but some precious lessons from overcoming these times will surely stick with me for the most part of my life. If I wasn't broke in college, which is still nothing compared to being broke in the real world, I don't think I would have learned the importance of money. The final lesson I want to shed some light on is falling in love and not being afraid of heartbreak. Now, before you start judging me, let me just say that I'm not a robot and I'm actually quite driven by my emotional instincts. It feels like a lifetime ago now, however, I was in a relationship with someone who was difficult on me and that led to some frustrations and situations that I didn't expect to face when I started seeing this toxic person. Now, I do not want to jump into the specifics of this since it is quite personal, but let me just say that the overall mental effect of trusting someone and then watching their behavior change in manipulative ways was something I was not mentally prepared for or had ever been through before. However, the way the situation unfolded and led to a breakup was quite saddening and I did not anticipate it happening this way. At the same time, it kind of made me much more cautious about whom I wanted to trust and it took time but after thorough introspection, I learned the value of establishing a strong connection with someone before falling in love with them. To anyone out there who has gone through something similar, I just wanted to say that it's really not worth it to share your life with someone knowing that it's not the best thing for you. Everyone is afraid of having their heart broken. You're not alone and throughout your life, you will lose those you love either by a way of death in the family or by a loved one leaving you, it's inevitable if you're born that someday you will die. The same can be said of relationships. They have a beginning and an end. Over time, even in the best of relationships, someone will inevitably die, leaving the other to go on without them. You can try to avoid falling in love, but why would you want to do that? Just to try and avoid heartache and pain? No. Shakespeare once said, It is better to have loved and lost than to have never loved before, and I do agree. A life without love is a life forever lost. Everyone has lost someone in their life. Unfortunately, none of us go through life without the scar left by a loss. Having a loved one leave is painful, I know, but to deny yourself a chance at love is much more painful, so just give yourself a little time. Let yourself grieve, but don't let your life go to waste. There are over 7 billion people on this planet and there is surely someone for you too. So when you're ready to try and live again, get up, dust yourself off and go find the one for you. And that brings me to the end of this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it and hopefully it helps you build a positive outlook. As always, thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. So do leave me a reply or hit me up on Instagram. Until next time, peace out mm